0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Well, there's a spring clearance sale of hats at the Bontan Department Store. So Molly has left Fibber to finish his breakfast alone. And here in the living room at 79 Wistful Vista, with the morning paper in his left hand and a saucer of coffee in his right, we find the, quote, master, unquote, of 79 Wistful Vista, Fibber McGee!
1: Hmm. United States cruisers Quincy, San Francisco, and Tuscaloosa arrive in South America on a goodwill tour. <laughs> you Wonder know why they always send battleships on a goodwill tour? Like sending Boris Karloff to deliver your valentine. Come in. this the resident? The resident? Is this the resident? The... Is this the resident? Of... The Silver McGee live here. You bet you, bud. I'm Trevor McGee. Okay, here's a cable. Here's a cable, a cable. Here's a wire for your wife. Oh, a wire for Molly, huh? Wonder who this is from. Search me. I never see the interior. All I see is the outside. Where do I sign, bud? Right here. No, on the fourth line from the buck. The fourth line from the buck. On the fourth line from the I'll oh, sign it any place. Okay, bud. How do you like working as a telegraph messenger, bud? Oh, it's quite congenial. It's quite congenial. It's not bad. The only difficult... The only difficult, difficult, difficult... The hardest part of it is when they ask me to sing a birthday greeting over the telephone... Over the telephone... Tele,
2: tele, tele. Boy, is that tough.
1: <laughs> that guy ought to be good at singing sentimental messages over the phone. He's got a nice catch in his throat. I thought I'd open up his telegram. I hope that ain't that messenger again. I was hoping he wouldn't notice. I didn't give him the tip.
3: <clears throat> Come in. Uh, hello, Mr. McGee. We bring him back Ah, uh, I'm going to hold it. I'm going to Two dollars. Floor three cents, please. <laughs> okay, Gooey Fooey. Here you are. Oh, thank you very much. Okay. Thank you very much. By the way, Gooey what do you do with all the money you make? Ha, 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 very expensive for keeping his son in the college. Yes. Oh, I <laughs> see. But not much longer. Our son, he graduated from Colgate in June. Right? Oh, that's so? Graduates from Colgate, eh? That's
1: fine. Did he make any of the teams? ha, ha, ha. He
3: tried very hard for making a football, a blasted blog, flat team, and on lowing on clues.
1: Lowing on clues? Oh, you mean lowing on the crew? Yeah. <laughs> huh. Didn't he make any of them, do he? Oh, no, he's he still too hard, you see. Uh.
3: All the muscles in the blades, no blades in the muscles. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, no, that's tough. Too bad though he couldn't win his letter after four years at Colgate. Uh-huh.
3: That's what he said too. Yeah, he said ha ha ha. Long time no see. Goodbye now. Come on.
1: <laughs> Takes a guy with a happy faculty of winning football games to make the faculty happy. <laughs> Don't you get it, Molly? I said. Oh, she ain't here, isn't she? <laughs> Dad ratted if every knock's a boost, I ought to be higher than a kite. <laughs> oh, hi, little girl.
3: Hi, mister.
1: What's on your mind? Hmm? I says, what's on your mind? What do you want?
3: Will you please tell me a story? Hmm, will you please? Hmm? Oh, go
1: on, Cesar. I ain't got time to tell you a story. Well, why don't you go on home and ask your mama to tell you a story?
3: Well, you got my own, I betcha.
1: Oh, yeah? What gave you that idea?
3: Well, gee, my mom said, you're the biggest storyteller she ever knew. <laughs> She did,
1: eh? <laughs> <laughs> hmm? I what what's you. I All right, I'll tell you a story. Once upon a time, there was three bears.
3: Mm, I bet you've heard that
1: one of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have, eh? Mm-hmm. You just wait till I get to the part where Goldilocks comes in. That's the love interest. Uh... Bear meets girl. <laughs> Once upon a time, there were three bears, and their names was Winkin',
3: Blinkin', and nod Oh. <laughs> That's that old Hollywood
1: stuff, I bet you. <laughs> That's that. Quit interrupting me, will you? What's Winkin' and Lincoln and Nod got to do with Hollywood, anyhow?
3: Well, I asked my papa who Winkin' and and Nod were, and he said it was two producers and a yes man. <laughs>
1: oh dear. Well, we don't seem to be getting any places. Yes. Yeah. Huh? If hmm? <laughs> you know so much more about my stories than I do, go on out and sit on the porch and tell yourself one.
3: Yeah, I bet you I can, I bet you.
1: You can't tell yourself a story?
3: No, I can't sit down. Oh.
1: Why not? Hmm? I says, why can't you sit down?
3: I got spanked. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, that's the best news I've heard. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, who spanked you and what for? My papa.
3: Because I got bad marks in spelling, I bet
1: you. Oh, you did, huh? Yes.
3: Yeah. My papa promised me a bicycle if I got good marks in spelling,
1: but gee, am my lousy. <laughs> you you shouldn't have had a lot of talk like that, sis. Besides, if your papa promised you a bicycle, you should have studied harder. Hmm, yeah,
3: couldn't I've been
1: too busy. Busy doing what?
3: Planning to ride
1: a bicycle. <laughs> What's wrong, Oops, that was Donald Novus? singing the way you look tonight. And Don, the way you sung tonight was swell.
3: Oh, it certainly was, Mr. Novus. I'm glad I got home in time to hear it. I've been downtown buying a new hat.
1: Gee, the one you have on, Molly, it's beautiful. Hey, I think so, too, Molly. That's what I call a hat. Makes you look ten years younger. Twenty years. Thirty years.
3: Who'll make it forty? Forty. Sold. (laughs) Forty years younger to the gentleman in the blue shirt. (laughs) Does anyone want to carry me piggyback?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No fooling, Molly. That's the best-looking hat you've had in years.
3: Well, I'm glad you think so. It's the only hat I've had in years.
1: What do you mean, well, this is
2: the old one. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, Molly, you're one of those girls who just has a knack of wearing clothes. Oh,
3: now,
2: go on. <laughs> I, wish, <laughs> I wish you'd keep of the secret. His pants are so baggy at the knees he always looks like he's on
0: his way home from a craft game. <laughs> well, I'll
3: see you later, folks.
1: <laughs> oh, my, he's a nice boy, isn't he, McGee? Oh, yeah, in a crude sort of way. <laughs> Oh, by the way, Molly, here's a cablegram for you.
3: A cablegram? Yeah. For goodness sake, I wonder who this is from. I don't know. Well, Heavenly Days, it's from the Netherlands, from Rotterdam.
1: Hey, that's no place to write to a lady from. <laughs> who sent it?
3: Mort too. Remember, he's on a world cruise. Oh, yeah, Mort. Probably about that
1: talking parrot I asked him to pick up for me. What's he say about it, Molly?
3: Well, he says, regret unable to find you talking parrot. Oh. Stop. However... Oh, hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hello. Why, what's the matter?
1: Geez, hmm. You look kind of upset about something, Marple. Oh, I
0: am. I'm terribly worried.
3: Oh, don't you feel well?
0: Oh, I, I feel all right, but did you see last Sunday's paper?
3: Why, yes. What about it?
0: Well, did you read Tarzan? They've got him in a terrible spot.
3: <laughs> Don't take it to heart, Mr. Wilcox. He'll come out all right. Yeah,
1: don't get yourself in the ladder. You don't have to worry about Tarzan. Well, it's the same. I
0: can hardly wait until next Sunday. <laughs> Is that all that's worrying you, Harpo? No. I I'm, I'm afraid the Johnson Wax people aren't going to need me much longer.
3: Oh. What on earth gave you that idea?
0: Well, gee. Certainly, it's discouraging when I walk up to a car owner and I say, Brother, have you heard about Carnew, that wonderful new auto polish that the Johnson Company's just introduced? And that's as far as I get. Oh. You mean they don't want to hear about it? That's just it. Everybody has heard about it. They say, Yes, it's marvelous. We just apply it over the clean surface of our car and let it dry and wipe it off. And with hardly any effort, our old jalopy looks just like it came off the salesroom floor. <laughs> so can, can you blame me for worrying? Gee, with everybody that uses Carnew turning out to be a salesman for it, where does that leave me? Oh, don't be so
1: jittery, Harpo. Calm down. Why, sure. What would Tarzan do in a case like this? He wouldn't give up.
3: No, of course not. He'd just climb up in a tree and beat on his chest and defy the it. Sure,
0: by George, you're right. I won't give up. No, I'll find somebody that hasn't heard about Carnew.
1: killing himself, <laughs> well, I hope he gets over that Tarzan complex by next winter.
3: <laughs> Why, McGee? Well, I
1: suppose he has to stop and polish a car someplace and he ain't got nothing on but a loincloth. Oh. <laughs> 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 Better read the rest of the telegram, and
3: the table, band, Oh, yes. Regret unable to find you talking carrots. Yeah. Stop. However, knowing you love birds, have sent you beautiful store. store? Stop. Should be there by the time you get this. Stop. Regards. Signed, too. Hmm. Well, heavenly day, a stork. <laughs>
1: That's a fine substitute for a parrot. Store. stork. I suppose if we'd wanted a bald eagle, he'd have shaved an ostrich for us. Store.
3: <laughs> well, I suppose you'll have to take it, McGee. Call up the freight people and see if it's here yet.
1: Okay, but I don't get the idea of no Hello,
3: Peter. Hello, QB. I hope I'm not butting myself in what I'm not wanting. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly not, Mr. DiPopolous. McGee was just going to call the freight people. Yeah, a guy
2: was going to send us a parrot, but he... Oh, parrots is being a wonderful bird, I'm thinking. It is a constant horse of amusement to me. Our birds is learning to talk like people. There's talking parrots... Florence Nightingale, stool pigeon? <laughs> we didn't get a parrot, Nick. The guy sent us You know, it's p- a funny coincidence that I'm reading about. A parrot in a book just last night, which the name of it is calling itself by the title of a man whose name was Robin Hood Caruso. Oh,
3: <laughs>
2: you mean Robinson Crusoe, Mr. DiPaplice. Oh, I stand connected. <laughs> anyway, these stories is being all about a sailor who's being marined on a desert island. He's a regular cast Castaway. wow cast away. Sure. Well, sir, this Robin Hood, Krustoff, is having almost hardly nothing to do with anything except his parrot and a cannonball, which he is life-saving from some other cannonballs, who is inviting him for lunch, and he was going to be the lunch. Oh,
3: uh, not cannonballs, Mr. DePopolis. Cannibals.
2: Oh, what is the difference? They're both a sort of a gun to be monkeying with, aren't
3: <laughs>
2: Anyway, Robin Hood is naming the savages My Man Godfrey. <laughs> This man Friday. All right, but send him back Saturday because I haven't finished the book. <laughs> anyway, this parrot, which is being kind of a chicken in technicolor, <laughs> is able to hold very intelligent conversations, which is just going to prove that parrot is different from people like you, Fisher, because they're laying an egg before they're learning to talk. <laughs> What I'm stopping in to have you see me about is that we're having a little party at our house tonight. Oh. oh but right. it's going to be pretty crowded, so why don't you go to a good movie?
1: <laughs> Molly, do you believe in the hereafter? Quite certainly. Well, hereafter, when that guy comes over, don't open the door.
3: <laughs> oh, Mr. DePopoulos is all right, McGee. Now get busy and telephone the freighting folks. Oh, I can't. Yes. Oh, dear. Come in. Oh, it's Mrs. Uppington. How do you do, Mrs. Uppington? Oh, how do you do, Mrs. McGee? And Mr. McGee? Hi, Uppington. I, <laughs> I just thought I'd stop in, Mrs. McGee, to see you a new hat. Uh, you did just buy a new hat at the Bon Ton, did you not? Uh, why, yes, I did, Mrs. Uppington, but it hasn't been delivered yet. Did you see me at the Bon Ton? Oh, my, no, 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 but my maid did. <laughs> she says it's a wonderful place to buy hats. So economical, you know. Oh, is that so, Mrs. Uppington? My, it must be wonderful to have your maids buy your hats for you. <laughs> Personally, I like to select my own. Oh, my dear, you don't understand. My maid buys all of her own hats there. I, of course, get mine directly from Paris. Ah, uh, your poor thing. How terrible! No wonder they're all out of style by the time you get them. <laughs> Molly, round. Really, Mrs. McGee, they're not, you know. My couturier assures me that May hat's her in the latest mode, original Parisian styling, of course. Oh, of course, Mrs. Uppington. McGee, remember what I said about that last hat of Mrs. Uppington? Huh? Didn't I say at the time it looked real French to me? Oh,
1: well, that ain't exactly the way you put it, Molly. <laughs> you said get a load of the lid on Snooty Puss; it looks like the Eiffel Tower.
3: see, Mrs. Uppington? Oh, yes, yes. Well, I'm I'm so glad you liked them, my dear. After this, I shall send them over to you when I'm through with them, rather than throw them out with the rubbish. Ah, well, that's so sweet of you, Mrs. Uppington, but I couldn't think of accepting them without making some precipitation. Now, I tell you, you must let us send our rubbish over to you. (laughs) Oh, uh, quite unnecessary, I assure you. Oh, but I insist, Mrs. Uppington. Too much, really. Oh, not at all. But, my dear. Oh, but I insist. Yes. Must you be going, Mrs. Uppington, so soon? Uh, yes, I uh, will. Really, I will. Yes, I
1: must be going. Goodbye. Nice footwork, Molly. You and Uppington make the golden gloves look like a pair of lead mittens. <laughs> Well, hand me the phone, Molly. I'll call and see if that long-legged Yankee clipper has arrived yet. Hello, operator. Connect me with the freight people. Depo- oh, is that you, Mert? Oh,
3: uh, that again. And to think that Alexander Graham Bell spent his life for something like this. I think I'll write Don Amici a nasty letter. <laughs> wow.
1: How's everything, Mert? It is, eh? Huh? What? He is? They did? He will? Oh, that's too bad, Mert. How old is your grandfather? Huh? Oh, well, it's about time, isn't it? Now, let me get this straight, Mertz. They took a bullet out of his what?
3: Oh.
1: Is that so?
3: Oh, heavenly days. day. Did Mertz's grandfather get shot? Yeah. Where?
1: Gettysburg. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mertz, connect me with the railroad freight office, will you? Thanks. Oh, hello, freight office. You got a stork there for Civil McGee? Huh? Do in on the 224, eh? She's 215 now. Okay,
3: bud, we'll be right down.
1: Come on, Molly. We got to meet the two twenty-four.
3: All right, dearie. Play something, Mister Mills.
1: Singing and the angels sing, accompanied by Billy Mills and his curly gates. <laughs> now, you ready, Molly?
3: All set, McGee. Is there enough gas in the car? Oh,
1: plenty. I put two gallons in Sunday. Wait till I see
2: that more two. <laughs> hi there, Stuart Faye. Oh, hi, Boomer. Good day, Missus McGee. I have a little punch board here. Thought you might take a chance on the candid camera. Only ten cents a punch. Very cheap, too. But to be candid, so is the camera. <laughs> no thanks, Boomer, not today.
3: Oh, go on, McGee, it'd be nice to have a camera. Let's see the punch board, Mr. Boomer.
2: Thank you, my dear, thank you. Have it right here somewhere. Now oh, where I put that punch no. board. Punch board, punch board. All right, come on, Boomer, we're in a hurry. Oh, don't get in an uproar, puzzle pan. <laughs> have it right here somewhere, oh, where I put that punch board. Here's a letter from my son, Horatio Jr., inviting me to attend the commencement exercises clever lad went through reform school in three and a half years. <laughs> Extra credits for pocket picking. Ah, what's this? Well, well, a bitter note from the finance company. Disagreeable people, bunch of back receipt drivers. Here, <laughs> uh, yeah, a little mechanical device for holding out aces in a poker game. Ah, yes, goodbye, Mr. Chips.
3: Ha ha! <laughs> Punchboard, Mr. Boomer. We've got to get down to the railroad station.
2: Just as soon as I put in my upper plate. Let's see. Where did I put that punchboard? Here's a photograph of my little sister, bless her heart. It's quite a tomboy. Loves to get into slacks and breeches. of promise. Small packet of arsenic. Going to play a joke on an old friend of mine. <laughs> yes, indeed. This will have him in convulsions. And a check for a shower bear. beer. Well, no punch board. Wonder what I could have done with it. Well, I'll see you about it later, my dear. Good day, adult Payne. Good day, Mr. Boomer. <laughs> I I
1: I said, I Too bad that guy can't go straight. His mother must have been frightened by a spiral staircase. <laughs> now, come on, hop in the car, Molly.
3: You'll have to step on it a little, McGee, if we're going to meet the 224 now. Okay, here we go. You got a pickup, will you? That's not... uh, down the end of the oh, oh it better slow down, a Little McGee. We're not in that much of a hurry.
1: I don't want to lose track of that stork, Molly. Somebody might mistake him for a crane and put him to work loading freight cars. <laughs> <laughs> don't you get it, Molly? I... No,
3: I don't get it, but you're going to. What do you mean? Here comes the motor car. Oh dear, oh dear! Oh All dear. right, you puller. Get <laughs>
1: them brakes fixed. Uh, you look in the book, officer. You'll find the first question is, uh, "Where do you think you're going?" To if I ask you.
0: <laughs> a fresh guy, huh? Yeah. This will cost you plenty, buddy. Disorderly conduct, speeding, and going through a stoplight.
3: We did not go through a stoplight. That light had turned green. So sure.
0: sure did I when I saw how fast you were going. Now follow me to the police station.
3: Just a minute, officer. May I have a word with you?
0: Well, what is it, lady? Yeah, yeah. All right, lady. Come on, buddy. Follow me. Okay.
3: Miss Molly, this ain't the way to the police station. We're not going to the police station. We're going to the railroad station. What? At 50 miles an hour with yeah. an escort? Yeah. Hey, what did you tell that cop? Well, I just told him the truth, dearie. I told him we were expecting the storm. <laughs> well, now that we've got a sort with you, what on earth are we going to do with it?
1: Well, I'm going to keep it till the week from Thursday and then present it to the Wistful Vista Zoo.
3: Well, why don't you give it uh, it to him today? Why wait till the week from Thursday?
1: Oh, I don't know. Just have it, I guess. (laughs) I always like to get the big bills out of the way by the first of the month. (laughs) Good night. Good night, all.